0: Hey guys, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Assaulting, back with another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast. It's going to be a short and sharp one today. I had a question come through on Instagram, which I'll read out now. It says, can you guys please do an episode discussing the science behind a kick and what gives some athletes a great ability to close strong in the last 400? Uh, The second part of the question is to do with the trade-off between high VO2 max and efficiency. I'm going to cover that in in a separate podcast because it's quite a lengthy topic and uh, after chatting with Nick and Tyler, we're going to have a fair bit of back and forth and that'll be a, a, an episode for next week. So stay tuned for that. So today we're going to talk about what uh, the science behind what what gives some athletes a great ability to, to finish strong in the last 400 metres. So you've just finished a marathon there's 400 metres to go. Uh, some athletes can increase the intensity and kick and, and others uh, are just stumbling over the line. So let, let's go through that. So basically um it's all to do with your anaerobic reserve um so there's a few things that come in come into play we need obviously a good aerobic power which is basically our vo2 max and and then the ability to kick is going to be to do with your anaerobic capacity so to do with your lactate tolerance and your lactate clearance so let's say we've got two athletes that hit uh, 400 meters to go in a in a marathon for example the first athlete has uh has a higher vo2 max than the second one all right so let's say they come they're running the same speed they're they're literally side by side so they come in the last 40 meters the one with the higher vo2 max theoretically should have a lower lactate or blood blood lactate concentration at that point so let's say both of their thresholds their functional threshold power their lactate threshold anaerobic threshold whatever to call it same thing let's say that both occurs at four millimoles of lactate if you have a better aerobic power better aerobic engine then you should be able to uh, have a lower lactate concentration at the same intensity as somebody who is less fit, so someone with a lower VO2 max. So if you had someone with a VO2 max of, say, 80 versus someone with a VO2 max of 70, just for example, coming to that last 40 meters, the one who had a VO2 max of 80 should have a lactate of, like, 2.5, for example, versus the, the athlete who has a VO2 max of 70, the less aerobically fit athlete, they might have a lactate of 4 millimoles they might be right on their threshold at that point and that's because they can't get as much energy aerobically so they need to increase their contribution from the anaerobic system which leaves behind lactic acid which causes fatigue so 40 meters to go one's already on their threshold at four millimoles one's at 2.5 they've got a a lot longer to go before they start to feel that burn and really start to hurt okay so that's the first part what is your lactate concentration uh, at 400 to go you want it the lower is better because obviously the lower it is, then the longer it's going to take to go up and above threshold, which is where the fatigue really starts to occur. So that's number one. And the next point is to do with the anaerobic capacity. So it's, it's, it's your tolerance of lactic acid and also uh, how quickly you can clear it out. So, as I said, most people hit their threshold at four millimoles, but some hit it at, I've seen up to eight, eight millimoles before. So, typical is four, some can do six, some can do eight. Uh, the way you can increase that is partly genetic if you're born with more fast-switch fibers, you're going to have a naturally higher uh, lactate tolerance. You're going to be able to hold six, seven, eight mils, millimoles of lactate as opposed to four. Um, but basically what we need to understand here is, all right, what is that maximum number that we can get to during a sprint finish? What is the maximum number we can get to before our body just shuts down completely and just can't? can't it cannot produce glycolysis uh, effectively? And then also how quickly can we clear that lactate out or that lactic acid out? So, Let's break it down. Let's say um, everything else is the same. Let's say athlete A, the fitter one, has a a lactate of 2.5. The other one has a lactate of 4. Let's say they both can get to 15 millimoles of lactate before they literally just have to stop. Like their glycolytic enzymes are just fully inhibited. They They cannot produce effective force. Um, If they both occur at 15 and they have the same clearance, so as lactate's coming in, their their body's ability to clear it out is exactly the same, then the fitter athlete, the one with the higher VO2 max, is going to win because they're starting at 2.5 compared to 4, and the both of them are going to get to 15. Um, Obviously, it's going to take longer for that fitter athlete to uh, go above and beyond and and get to a, a lactate of 15 but that's where we can play around because it's not necessarily a direct correlation. You could have a high VO2 max, so 2.5 millimoles of lactate at the end compared to four, but then you, your maximum might be eight millimoles, all right? You might be really aerobically fit, but you don't have that the anaerobic capacity. So you might only get to eight lactate, um, in which case, if, you, if you're getting to eight lactate and the other person gets to 15 lactate, you do the math and, and you probably say the less aerobically fit person, the person who started with four millimoles, is going to kick better. So... Uh, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of tricky to explain, in the sense that uh, there's quite a lot of numbers involved. But basically, what is your what is your lactate when you need a kick? The lower is better. The, the below threshold is ideal, so the lower is better. And then, what can you get it to before your body essentially shuts down? Um, if you can get those two variables optimal, then you're going to have a really good kick. So, what does that mean practically? Like in a in a four hundred meter sorry in a in a four hundred meter sprint finish from a, from a marathon, then the, the more aerobic you can remain or the, the more aerobic dominance you can you can maintain throughout, the better. So the lower lactate coming in to the end, then you're going to perform better. You've got more anaerobic reserve. You've got more scope, more ceiling to move before the accumulation of lactic acid occurs, which causes that burning sensation. Uh, if you're talking about a crit sprint finish, then it's really good to still obviously sit on the wheel. That's why the sprinters sit on the wheel because it's, they're saving energy. They're staying more aerobic, so they have lower lactate. So when they do hit that sprint for the last, whatever it is, 10 to 15 seconds or even 30 seconds, when they do hit the sprint, it takes longer for their lactate to accumulate um, to to whatever their their maximum ceiling is. So it's all about just trying to keep your lactate levels as low as possible into the sprint finish. So you've got scope. So you've got room to actually increase those levels through an increase in intensity. Um, So you can kind of improve your, your kick two ways you can either improve your aerobic power your vo2 max so when you get to the last 30 seconds or so um your lactate is lower so it has more room to move or if you don't improve your aerobic power you can improve your anaerobic capacity improve your lactate tolerance and your clearance so that instead of uh instead of being inhibited at say eight millimoles of lactate you inhibit it at 15 millimoles which means you get a lot further uh before you start to become inhibited through a performance thing. Uh, sorry, Kyle, I'm just slurring my words a bit. I've got my puppy behind me who's absolutely making a mess of the office. Um, not, not the best person to bring to work, but hopefully that makes sense. So in summary, aerobic power is good. Let's get your lactate low into the last 400 metres. And then once you start to kick, what is what is that top end you can get to? If it's 6 millimoles, you won't be very successful. If it's 10, you'll be all right. 15 is great. Highest of the scene is about 25. So manipulate those two variables, and that is why people can finish strong in a kick.